Okay, the song starts. Meow. Meow. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into uh, Fearless Beer Review. We get into vinyl stuff, stuff we picked up, stuff we've been listening to, stuff going on at Jeff's Record Store, Desert, Desert Groove Records in Arizona. And then we uh, we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Uh, while you're listening, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, follow us, subscribe yeah. to us, follow us on the socials. Uh, so yeah, that's all I got for the boring intro. Let's get into it. Let's get into the fearless beer review. What do we got today, Jeff? Go. I got some local stuff here. It's called Orange Cloud IPA. I'm pretty sure this is a hazy, but this okay. came from Desert Monks Brewing, which is down the street from my house. And what's have we uh, been there? We have not been there. I've always thought it was closed because every time I've driven by there, because there's a Froyo place across the street that the kids like to go to, and I like to go to Froyo. I like frozen yogurt. I get. Okay. I get. I don't half, like that you call it froyo, but okay. I get I get I get half cake batter and then half chocolate, so it's like a chocolate cake, and then I get a bunch yeah. of sprinkles. Sprinkles taste like nothing. I get a fuck ton of sprinkles. They just sprinkles taste like are, sugar. Uh, they're, they're useless. Yeah, they oh, don't taste them. like anything. It's all visual. They don't taste baby. like anything. It's all visual, baby. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's all, all visual, visual, and I like the texture to them because you chew on them and they turn into like wax, and there's like little wax balls. It's good. Yeah, that's definitely a haze. I just poured it out right now. But anyway, Desert Monks Brewing, <laughs> it's been there for years and years but during the pandemic it was shut down obviously and then after the pandemic after the quarantine was lifted it, it had like like spotty days that it was open and so i just never i never been there but i went there because some guy who bartends there came into our record store Taylor Gru's records he came in and bought like a bunch of a bunch of cool shit a bunch of like kind of like rare psych stuff and some like like arizona local thing for like almost a hundred dollars he's like yeah dude i do this vinyl night the last Tuesday of every month. Like, what is, what is, what is Vinyl Night? Just, that's exactly what it sounds like. You come, bring some records you want everyone to hear, and I play it, and you enjoy beers. That's sick. And so we went. I saw, I saw you made a post about it, but I didn't I didn't know the story behind it. Yeah, we went, and like there was a lot of people there. And there's a lot of people there that I've never seen in our store, so that was kind of cool. Um, just like untapped market, Good I guess. promotion. Yeah. So next next uh, next time we go, and he wants he will, he would like to do it like twice a month, but there's like an open mic night guy who draws a bigger crowd. But I think mm, within the next okay. month we'll draw like a massive crowd. So nice. I, yeah, I, I think the sick. next time we go, we're going to bring just like a box of like what we call three dollar records, you know, like kind of like beat up Zeppelins and common stuff. Yeah. And there's a giveaway for free. Just have like a little box out there saying free, take one, and put a little flyer in there for our store. Oh, that's cool. That's a good idea. I was gonna say, yeah, I'd sell them, but that's another good good way of promoting as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's definitely that's definitely hazy. Definitely a hazy. Okay, so mine is uh, also a local brewery here in uh, Orange County, Brewery X. Once again, always got got to bring Brewery X because they're always putting out new new beers, and this is a new one. It's a West Coast IPA. This is celebrating their fourth anniversary as a brewery. And uh, it's it's uh, Ninja Turtles themed. 
It's Ooh. called Tumble Time. Heroes in a Full Pint Tumble Time. Heroes West Coast IPA. Pint. It's pretty cool. And so it has the, the turtles looking out of, you know, a manhole cover. But their heads aren't turtle heads. They're hop heads with, like, the bandana over the eyes and everything. It's pretty cool. Um, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you on uh, on, on our uh, WhatsApp. But, no, it's really cool. So 7% Brewery X, they usually always put good shit out. So um, you ready to uh, try this shit out? Yeah, let's do it. Here we go. Yeah. What do you think of yours? It's good. It's good. Very, very hazy tasting. Um, it almost tastes like, I don't know what the right word for it, but like everybody just says that it tastes dank. That's I get a little <laughs> bit of that there. A little bit of dankness. I don't know if that's supposed to be there. I, I don't I don't read any of the dank in the descriptors, descriptors of anything. It's called Orange Cloud mm. IPA. I don't know if I said that already. Actually, no, you didn't say the name of it. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a crowler. So we got a whole, you got a crowler of it. Actually, no, no, it's not a crowler. But I think they bottled they did it there. It's just a twelve. It's a sixteen ounce can. Okay. I don't know. I don't know, dude. It's it's uh know. it's fine. It's good. It's it's solid. All right. Well, we have our uh, world famous three point rating system where three is a perfect beer. Two is a good beer. You're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. So, what would you give this uh, this hazy? I think I do. I think I do close to a two. I don't think I would do a two, but if I were at Desert Monks, they had a couple other beers I really liked. So I do like a one point nine. One point nine. It's not bad. Okay, not like bad. if I was if I was on the spot, like I just sat down and I was like talking to people next to me, and the bartender came out, like, "What would you like?" I would just say this. You know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's a good. Uh, it's All a good. Right. It's a good appetizer beer to to something to chew on while I'm thinking. <laughs> All right, my um my tumble time my Ninja Turtles beer, uh this is uh pour, pours out like a like a dark gold brownish gold, um not what I was expecting because I think I thought West Coast IPAs were were lighter in color but I don't know whatever, uh this is good uh I would go back to it. But the Brewery X does have better beers. I'd rather have one of their hazies. I'd rather rather have their Fest beer, their their Hellas or something like that. But this isn't a bad IPA. It tastes, I mean, it's it is it's surprisingly refreshing, but very very hoppy as well. But not like a double IPA hop hoppy. But it, it's good. This is good. Not malty at all. Uh, it's pretty uh pretty well balanced here. So I mean, once again, Brewery X, they put out another good beer. Um, I'll give this a two, two out of three. I would try, I would have it again. Um, but this is like a first beer. Like if I, like what you said, go to a brewery, this, this would be a good first beer, not like a third or fourth beer, but a good first beer for sure. Just to get the night, the night going, the day going. So yeah. So I gave it a two out of three. You gave yours a 1.9 out of three, which is, uh, I guess that's cool. Whatever. But I, I just, I was so excited about the label because the label is so cool. Did you you get the pick I sent Oh, I didn't even beep. Oh, yeah, there it is. Didn't well, that's cool. I mean, that's like, that's... Right? Yeah, that's rad. I like that a lot. <laughs> it's pretty sick. It caught my eye immediately. I mean, that's a that's a tattoo right there. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And I kind of wonder, too, do, I wonder if they get the rights for this kind of shit. You know, nah. like, this is clearly, like, copyright. Why would they need to? I mean, yeah, I guess Look at they Oscar, don't Remember caught. Oscar Blues? With the whole Guns N' Roses thing, the Guns N' Roses beer that they oh, got sued true, over? yeah. And all that's they did true. was just stop doing it. But they got him a fuck right. ton of attention. 
<laughs> maybe that's the, maybe that's their plan here is yeah. to to get a cease and desist and then blow it up. Yeah, that's cool, man. And and it makes and it, and coincidentally, it comes. It, this happened. This comes out right when the new movie comes out, the new Turtles movie. So have you seen the new movie? Not yet, Bruh. I'm gonna watch it this week. Because so Tammy good. works. She works Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So perfect to watch Ahsoka, watch some Turtles. You know. Have you ever stuff. seen Midsummer? Is that that like horror movie? Yeah. I've heard it was good, but I haven't seen it. I don't like. I don't like. We've, we've talked about. It. I. I don't know if I like horror movies anymore. People have been telling me over and over to watch it. They keep watching. It. It's really good. It's fucking scary as fuck. You like it, and I watched it last night, and I. I mean, it kept me up like all night. Like no just, way, really. Yeah, dude. It was. <laughs> I don't like spoil anything because it's just better if you go in completely blind. But that thing was fucked. That was weird shit. Ah. Uh. I don't like to be scared anymore. I took two breaks. It's not fun. I took two. I eat fucking bowl of cereal. <laughs> what kind of cereal did you eat? Cocoa Puffs. I don't even like Cocoa Puffs so much. <laughs> you were just so out of your mind. You just ate whatever was in there. Well, like at some point, like my back hurt because I was so tense. Like I gotta take a break, dude. I gotta, I gotta do something else. <laughs> I gotta take my mind off of this for a minute. Well, okay. Without spoiling the story or anything, like what. What kind of monster is it? Is it is it paranormal? Is it religious demon? Is it alien? What what is it? What I mean, I really don't want to say anything because I didn't know anything about this going yeah, in. Other I don't than, know anything about it either. But like you can tell because I, I you can tell from some of the pictures and stuff. Like it looks like it's some type of cult. I, that's what I thought it was going in. Okay. So that's like the 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 easiest descriptor that you can tell from the pictures of what it's about. Okay. Man, I don't, I'm curious. I've been curious about it for a while, but I just don't want to be scared and I don't want to be scared for weeks because that's what's going to happen. I'm just going to think about it at night and it's going to keep me up. Yeah. I'm a little bitch. I mean, it's, it's, it's just not it's, fun for me. It's definitely not like looking in your closet for Jason type of scary, but it's, <laughs> it's kind of like, what the fuck did I just, why, like, why did I just watch that? Was it, because you like that one movie, the, um, the one that really popular one that came out last year, two years ago, the one that like that Airbnb with J- uh, Justin Long's in it. Oh, not Jeepers Creepers. Uh, um, not the Baba Duke. The Barbarian. Yeah, the Barbarian. Did you like that? That was like an actual like thriller though. That was like a horror. Movie yeah, that wasn't a slasher. Okay, that's that like that one was really cool because that was like an old school, like Jason Freddy Thrasher or slasher film, but it was just done in a more contemporary manner. And the story just happened to be fucking fantastic. But yeah, I love that movie. Okay. See, I, I didn't, I thought it was okay. But it was a little, a little too all over the place. But and people were talking about how scary it was, and it really wasn't scary. Um, but yeah, whatever. Anyway, I just. Okay. Well. The Baba Duke was stupid too. I saw, I watched that a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, the Baba Duke's dumb. Fuck that movie. That was dumb. It wasn't even scary. Like, it, like it's the scariest movie ever. Like, fuck you. I actually thought the Bob Duke never was, seen like, Paranormal was like super silly. Like I didn't think the Bob Duke was scary in any capacity. Mm-hmm. And I get frightened by like fucking uh, Cloverfield. I watched again recently, and that freaked me out. Man, I haven't watched Cloverfield uh, probably in twelve, thirteen years. I think I've seen it since it came out. Really. Saw theaters. Yeah, I mean, that might have been the last time. No, I bought it on DVD when it came out, and I think that was the last time I watched it when I bought it on <laughs> Dude, DVD. It's frightening. Yeah. It, Ah oh, man, dude, that was so. I remember when we watched that in theaters. That first scene where they're they're going to the surprise party, his surprise party, and then they look out the window and shit's going down. <laughs> yeah, 
like that just that first scene was uh fuck that it's creepy just uh, yeah it's it's unsettling anyway yeah, horror movies like, like actual scary movies i just i don't like i like the old you know universal movies like the slasher ones from the 70s and 80s but like actual like scary shit i i just i don't i don't i don't care anymore i think it's because they're getting too because we as a society are just getting more and more desensitized every year like the horror movies have to do more to scare us yeah and so then you get to true. like actually peek into some of the demented fucked up minds of some of these producers and directors like what is like what's wrong with you dude yeah I mean, why is Seriously. that okay man <laughs> like, come on dude that's just fucking weird i know i know and you know i i don't care if people make fun of me like the um the grudge still one of the scariest movies I've, movies I've ever seen paranormal yeah. activity scary as fuck yeah. that movie's so scary I mean, remember we saw that in theaters everybody that was cre- that was a sold out theater we I saw closed that. my eyes i that, i closed <laughs> my, I, I was going to walk out but we had sat in the middle against a railing and everybody would have seen me i was going to walk out of that fucking movie that scared the fucking shit out of me i don't think i've ever been that scared in my goddamn life oh man yeah it's it's uh yeah, and you know what? Honestly, I because I think there's six of them, and most of them are pretty, pretty creepy, pretty scary. Um, but yeah, fuck those movies too. Oh, but The Grudge, I I can't even watch. I, I I won't even I won't ever watch The Grudge again. Like even that movie still scares me today. Just thinking about it right now gives me chills. That movie is one of the scariest movies movies I've ever seen. There was a uh, there's a movie that that is on like a list of scary movies because it's it's based on like the true story of some girl that gets kidnapped, chained in a basement, and who's like repeatedly raped and tortured until like they kill her. And it's like, what the fuck would you, first of all, why the fuck would you make that movie? Why the fuck would I want to watch that movie? You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's, come on, man. Like, that's that, not, and just sometimes that's like scary. Gore, that's just fucked and up. And sometimes the gore porn stuff too, I just, it's too much. It's just like, who cares? Like the hills have eyes and shit. Like the idea is cool, it's interesting, but it's just like to have the gore just to be there, just to have it there. I think it's lame. So like the gore porn stuff, like um, like what is it? Hot? What is it? Hostel? Yeah, the Robert Rodriguez one, like was Saw that and all that stuff. I don't yeah. think Hostel was. No, it was uh, who was that? Eli Roth. Robert Rodriguez. Oh, Eli Roth. You're right. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't care for that. I mean, those movies are fine. The Saw movies are actually good. Those were the first, first the movie first was two. fucking fantastic. Yeah, the first one, the second one was really good too. Like when she falls into the, the pit of needles. The, oh, dude, the, that's like the my main thing that I'd still close my eyes on. I just <laughs> she has them like sticking all over her body, sticking oh. out of her body and shit. Oh. Yeah, that part's gnarly. And she's wearing that, or the other one's wearing the the head mask thing. Yeah, it's gonna like rip her face apart. Fucking gnarly. It's the same shit but, though. Like like with fucking uh, C not CSI specifically, but like some of those murder shows. Like I don't want to fucking yeah. watch that shit, dude. I know, right? Like, I'm not trying to be like blind to the fact that there's evil in this world, but like, I don't really watch that shit when we go to bed. Like, I'm not going to bed listening to like how this dad like brutally murdered and raped his all his fucking family and cut their heads <laughs> off and like put them in the freezer. Like, nah, <laughs> nah, I will have nightmares. I get it. I get it. Yeah, and going to I, bed like after a mono, heavy movie like that. No, dude, I don't even have like nightmares anymore. I have like vivid nightmares where I think things are in the house, in my room. Like I'm talking to things, and then I have to like turn the lights on, and then. I have to like make sure my house is clear. I check all the doors, the windows. Like it's a fucking process, man. And then it takes me like an hour and a half to get back to bed. Like no, I'm just I'm not. Dude, down you with had that mono. Anymore. You had mono like 15 years ago. I've never, I've never, that. I've never slept the same since I had mono. Since that owl incident, dude. The owl was 
there was the owl in the car incident when I thought somebody was stealing my dad's car. And I was just fucking convinced I and I was freaking out. I was like so oh, fucking scared. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember Woke him that. up. That was the only time I like, actually touched him while he was sleeping to wake him up. Usually I would just like say his name. Well, I would say dad, but I like, like shook him like, wake up, wake up. Someone's stealing the car. And they bolted out there, opened that garage. Man, I remember like just my, how I felt when he opened that garage and it was closed. Nobody was in there. And I was like, wow, oh, maybe I'm fuck. fucking, maybe it's something wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> you had this crazy fucking sickness. Well, tell the story about the owl. That's a fucking weird one too. That dude, the owl was like, this was like at the height of when I was like sick and just my dreams were just weird. And I legit thought there was an owl in my room. And so like I was being really sneaky. And I remember the blanket that I used. I remember how I did it. But I like threw a blanket over the owl, which was just sitting, what I thought was sitting in the middle of my room on the carpet. And then as it was there, like I jumped on top of it. And I was trying to like hit it and bang on it. And then like, as you know, I'm like closing my eyes and like protecting my face and putting my chin down, like getting really scared. And after probably like a solid like 15 seconds of doing this, I, like it just immediately like dawned on me that there's nothing there. But I swear, Fuck, dude, man. I fucking swear there was an owl there. Like I would have bet my life. <laughs> I would have bet money. I would have bet anything that that owl was there. <laughs> but you can ask Renee. Dude, Even now, like sometimes like I'll, I, I don't like talk in my sleep. Like I yell, dude. Like like one of the funniest things she makes fun of me for. But I guess like like I had a dream I was doing something. Like somebody was chasing me and I just like you can never run away fast enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Oh my god. But like I remember even waking myself up to, to like th- this is how I did it. I went, like really fucking loud, just like that. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> oh god, dude. I'm fine. Oh. Yeah. Not a fan, man. So yeah, I I That's I've crazy a lot of that, cartoons. that you still have shit like that happen. You you, you really think it's from the mono from that long ago? I think so because like the mono thing, I, I, I mean, like you get pretty sick. I don't know how other people experience mono, but then like I couldn't sleep, like at all. Like I would sleep for like I think I slept, you know, like twenty hours a day, like three days in a row, and then when I was like kind of coming off of the mono thing, I didn't sleep for almost like two days, and so then Shit. I think I got to take I don't know if I, if I think it was like over the counter sleeping pills or something. So I, I couldn't go to sleep, and then ever since then, like I've had these really wild dreams. Wild man, that's nuts. Yeah, it's just not fun. So like horror movies and shit, this is not fun. Nah, nah. and I really just don't not like watching anymore. murder shows and crime shows. It just, I mean, it's interesting when, to see like how people get away with things. I guess it's just I don't want to see that shit, man. And it's the same. It's the same thing. Like you know what's going to happen. The person's going to get caught. They're going to get caught the same way. They're going to do one, make one stupid little mistake and get caught. It's like the same narrative every fucking episode. It's just how they kill them yeah. is a little bit different than the last. Renee watches this. this she still watches, but I, I said, no, do, do you not fucking turn that on when I'm in here? She watches this show about murderers that kill people for no fucking reason. And then, like, I get really interested. So, like, if I'm laying in bed, I listen to it, and I'm listening to the dialogue, listening to the things, and then, like, ah, oh, fuck, I might as well just finish the episode, you know? I'm, just, <laughs> I'm curious. I can't sleep. So there's one, like, this kid... This kid like murdered his best friend, his best friend's mom, his best friend's dad, his best friend's little sister. And like this kid had no like prior problems in school, which is fucking completely normal. And mm. they asked him like why why he did it. And he's like, I don't know. I just felt like it. And he's like, but like, don't you like, he's like, yeah, I miss my buddy. If I just, I don't know. I just want to see if I could. And he's like, wow. Dude, that's just evil. Straight what up evil. Fuck, man. That's, that's no origin story. <laughs> Good that's Lord. a that's a good villain. That's a good villain right there. Yeah, it's a good villain until it happens and you're, <laughs> and you're like creeped out to shit by it. Ooh. Ew. 
Oh man! All right, let, already, let's move on. I'm already getting scared. I know. I, I don't like. I, I, I. That's why I want to move on. I don't want to talk about it because I'm gonna keep Moving thinking on. of shit. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do we got next? We got uh, vinyl stuff. So stuff we've been listening to, stuff we've wanted to bring to the pod because we didn't listen to anything new, and then we'll get into some stuff at your record store too. So what do you got? Oh, and also, uh, if you want to listen to along to some to these songs that we uh, picked from the vinyl picks. There's a Spotify playlist in the description of this episode. Go check it out and listen to it along the way. Whatever you want to do. So what do you got? Go. So so um, I have one new thing and one kind of this upgrade thing. But the first one is Animals by Pink Floyd. Their uh, 10th album, 77. This is like top Great three album. Floyd for me. I love this. I think this is a better Dark Side of the Moon. I think this is what Dark Side of the Moon better? should have been. I think this is, yeah, I think this is better. Dark Side of the Moon gets a little yeah. bit too... Uh, like the best way I can describe it is, is too Miami Vice sounding sometimes. Too, it just gets kind of goofy and silly. <laughs> too synthy. It's yeah. not necessarily synthy, but kind of like like Tron. You know, like you're running away from something, yeah. and yeah, the camera's in front of you, and you're looking to your left and your right, and the little neon lights. And it's a little too stupid sometimes. But I think Animals is is absolutely perfect. It's a better version of Dark Side, and it's it's squished in between two albums. Um, the Wall I fucking can't stand, and the Wish You Were Here I've kind of like fallen away from too. Lately, I yeah, I never really cared for Wish You Were Here. Like it's it's cool, it's cool, and I like it, I enjoy it, but like it's not, it's just not great. It's not a great album. Yeah, purgeable. I mean, I purged my cop two. Co- I had two copies, which are now in your store. That is true. I only if they haven't I, sold. I uh, one of them sold. It's dude. We have so mm. much Pink Floyd. It's fucking irritating that these knuckleheads don't buy it. I think I only have four Pink Floyd albums now. I just have Umaguma, Adam Hart Mother, and then. Dark side and then animals. You don't have metal? You got rid of metal? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's their best album. Come on. That's dude. not their best album. Their best album is Come Adam on. Metal, but that's fine. Even still, even if it isn't their best album, it's still it's top three. It has to be top three for you. We have a really clean OG in the store too. Maybe I'll throw it on tomorrow. Uh, I'll throw it on tomorrow. How much uh how much is the OG? I don't remember. It's not that much. So not, it's not like the Piper that we have in there. Yeah, the Piper. I would like that Piper, but I'm I'm I might be interested in this metal, because uh, my mine's a reissue from like it's one of those 2012 reissues. Yeah, but I mean my copy sounds amazing, but I mean I would love to have a clean OG of metal. Oof. The jacket and everything's clean too. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty damn clean. I might pretty, pretty I might, clean. Might grab that. Might grab that from your store. I don't know. We'll see. I think the only pink flu we don't have besides their their their. Last three is uh, Saucer. We don't have any Saucer. That one, I you know, I only ever see that one sealed, like a new repress sealed. I've never seen an old copy of that record. It's it's kind of one of the, like that and Obscured by Clouds, I feel like are just the the ones that you never ever see in the wild. Yeah. Right? That's, no, that's you know true. About? That one, yeah. Saucer for sure I see the least of. And then, and then Piper. And then obscured, yeah, yeah, definitely. Everything else you see, you see constantly. Like, yeah, like we see a lot of dark side. Um, they're always beat up. They're always worn. But but I mean, yeah, I mean, it makes sense because I mean, that's like one of the best selling records of all time. Yeah, but uh, which okay. you know, it's good. It's good stuff. All right. Anyway, okay. Anyway, um, this was a this was a pickup that that my partner from the record store. He loves this guy. He had a uh, he has like a like a he collects like the more obscure stuff and then also the rare pressings of that obscure stuff. 
So like he mm-hmm. traded in his like original copy for like a promo first press of this, but it's Dr. John, Dr. John's first album, Grigri. And um, <laughs> he threw this on at the record store. Like, you ever heard this? Like, no, I never heard this guy. But then I, I noticed I've seen his other album later on. He's like, don't worry mm-hmm. about that stuff. Just listen to this one. And then like, if you like CCR, then you'll, if you like CCR and you like just really like swampy psychedelic shit, like that's what this is. This yeah, is pretty good. This is just fucking absolutely nasty. Just it's gritty. It is gross. The cover is nasty. This this like blew my mind, dude. I was I was I'm infatuated with this record. I listened to a couple of the other ones. Not nearly as good as this. Not nearly as iconic. But damn, man, this is just this is just like the best way to describe it is just nasty. It's nasty and gross. Nasty and gross. I, his, I like, can kind of hear that in the recording, yeah. His guttural vocals and like, da John, the the whole like slide guitar thing going on. <laughs> Everything's really slow. Like the entire album is like this. It's so fucking good. I mean, it's definitely something more up your alley than mine. But it was still the song you made me listen to was was pretty solid. It was pretty good. God damn, the guy. I don't know if I get it. And died though. in New Orleans, just like a, like, oh, a nice. like an institution. He's a staple in that. And I just, uh, I don't know, man. It was it was good. It's good. I love yeah. this a lot. I never heard of the guy either. I never, ever heard of this guy. But it was he was never popular then, I assume, right? Or He got or popular what, what, eventually in like the 70s. I mean, this came out 67, 68. Like in the mid-70s, mm-hmm. he had a song that got pretty popular. But never, never anything on like the, you know, I don't know, global scale or whatever. Never anything that gross. Yeah, but this album's on on the Rolling Stones 500 greatest albums of all time. Oh shit! Okay, so like I mean, I mean for that, what that's worth, what does that mean anyway? But it does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all those albums are they're they're worth something. Yeah, that's true. And they that's should true. be listened to at least once. So, but yeah, man, you should uh, you should check this one out. You should check this one out. You should listen to it. Maybe like when you got like a full on 30 minutes to kill and and crank it up a little bit and just get get into it. This sounds like music uh, that, that like, if you're playing Red Dead and you're in, like, the swamp area and, and, <laughs> yeah. and the creators are creating music, they're trying to sound like this. Okay. All right. But this is just a perfect example of it. And, like, my God, man, it is so swampy. <laughs> it's such a such an interesting way to describe a to describe an album. Dude, it makes CCR look like fucking choir boys. <laughs> and they're swampy as fuck. So I, I know we've I know we've talked about the Rolling Stones top five hundred albums, but I haven't I, I always forget. So I'm just gonna shoot off the top ten albums of all time from which, according which to Rolling Stones. Because they have three different versions. They have like the early two thousands one, they have like two thousand. No, this is everything. And the two thousand. There's stuff there's stuff on here from looks like from the sixties up through the two thousands. No, I mean like they, they redid oh, yeah. their list each time. How they did? Um, I don't know. I uh, but this is the first one that popped up. It doesn't say this is. Oh, this is published in 2020. All right, this is the most recent. There's a lot of hip hop yeah. in the 2020. Yeah. So so let's go. We'll start with number ten. Number ten is Lauren Hill. Lauren yeah, Hill's stupid. the miseducation oh, 10, of Lauren Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Number ten. Yeah. I'm I'm going backwards. So number ten is that. Nine is Bob Dylan. Blood on the tracks from '75. That's wrong. Um. <laughs> Number eight, this is stupid too. Prince, Purple Rain. Purple Rain's fine. It's not that good, dude. I, I all this Prince love, I I don't fucking get it. I do not get it. He's good, but he's not like he was a great guitar player, but
but his music was just fine. It wasn't, I don't know, man. Prince is fucking honestly overrated. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Just like Elvis, just like Michael Jackson, even though Prince is actually really talented, but um, as a musician. But anyway, Uh, number seven, Fleetwood Mac, Rumors. Six is Nirvana's Nevermind. Uh, Five is Abbey Road from the Beatles, which all albums, that album is that high? Uh, four, this one is crazy, but, but I've also never listened to the record. Number four is, uh, songs in the key of life from Stevie wonder. Stevie have you wonder heard that sure. record? Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard it from 1976. Um, this one too, Joni Mitchell, the album blue, blue. From 1971. Yeah. Do you know that album? I don't think I've ever listened to it. Dude, like I've, people love that album, man. People think that it's just like the bee's knees. I don't, I don't really care for Joni Mitchell. I don't get it. I don't really care for that singer songwriter type of thing. Yeah. But, I don't. Yeah, it's not. But I me. get it. I get it. Not Tom number Tech, two, though. Pet Sounds from the Beach Boys, and number one, which I don't get at all, it's Marvin Gaye. What's going on? Oh yeah, I don't know why. How was that? I mean, it's a good record, but number one, come on. I mean, that just like come to me. On, to guys. me, that that just shows like Rolling Stone is just trying really hard to to hit like all categories of, yeah. of genres and like races because. The Marvin Gaye, what's going on? Like n- number one album of all time? Like no, nah, dude, nah. Yeah, that nah. that doesn't make sense. Throw them in the top ten if you want. That's fine. I don't really get it, but nah, not top ten. That's silly boy talk. Number seventeen is Kanye West, "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy." Come on, seventeen. Uh, that's not get even his best fucking here, album dude. either. Come no, on. it's not. That's not even that's like most... that's probably like fourth or fifth best. That's come on. That's not even like his most influential album that he's done. That's not even top no, three. That's not, not the first, like the top two influential albums he did. At least put like fucking College Dropout. You could put 808s in there because that like changed the Graduation too. too. Graduation Gra- for sure. That was like classic Kanye cutting up fucking yeah. beats and cutting up music. And come on. My people talking Twisted Fantasy? Nah. Yeah, that's crazy. Silly boy talk. Nah. 19 is uh, Kendrick Lamar, Tempemba Butterfly, which is I like that. extremely high. I like that. But then. That's 19. Number 20 is Radiohead Kid A. Yeah. Come on. What's wrong with that? You think you think that that Kendrick Lamar album is better than Kid A? Get the fuck out of here. I know I don't, but like when you're splitting hairs between like 19 and 20, like to me, it's like, that's fine. Who cares, right? doesn't matter. But like number one to number 20, like that's a big difference. But 19 to 20, like one up or one down, like who cares? It's I'm still- like, come I, on, dude, I Kid just, A's fucking amazing. Kid A is. That's what I'm saying. It should be higher. It should be above Kendrick Lamar. That's insanity. But, Kid, but like Kid A, um, Kid A did something for music at the time. Yeah, like that, that late '90s alt rock sound that they did with OK Computer, and then they came out with this in 2000. That was fucking rad. But like Kendrick Lamar with the Pimp a Butterfly, brought back hip hop to the mainstream, and then took it in a different place. And then, dude, Kendrick Lamar is amazing. I don't. I don't get him either. I just don't get it. Have you ever? Okay, so D'Angelo's album Voodoo is number 28. I've never listened to any of his records. Have you? No. Like that 90s R&B never interested me. Not to say it's bad by any means, but... I just don't care. I just... Yeah, I just... I've never really been into 90s R&B. I don't, I don't even like Bone Thugs. And, and people get mad at me for that. Yeah. I, I don't... I can't stand Bone Thugs in Harmony. Eh, I get it. Dude, Beyonce's Lemonade record is 32. Ugh. Come on. It's 30. See, that's stupid. That's not that's even pandering. her best record. That's fucking Come pandering. on. Yeah, that's that's lame. You know, another artist that I don't I think is just so overrated too is Amy Winehouse. Like she had a great voice and all, but dude, her songs weren't that good. But I, I think I like like with her with her, I get it because like 
it was very kind of like 60s bubblegum like girl group thing and and she kind of brought that back but then she also like really really loved hip hop and so her lyrics were kind of like a blend of the two things mm-hmm. i don't i don't really again the singer songwriter thing i don't really care for but i get why people latched onto her i get why people um do do like her a lot liked her a lot yeah i guess i suppose and the highest the highest ranking outcast record is that is number 49 and it's Aquemini. Come on. That's that's fine. That's fine. That, but higher than Stingonia? Come on. Yeah. Higher than AT Aliens too? Aquemini is great. But even AT Aliens and 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 Stingonia are better records. Through and through. Come on. I know I agree. I mean but like I don't know the wrong with Aquemini. I don't know. I just wanted to go through that real quick. The top 50. Um, anyway, moving on. Moving on. Do we have uh, We have anything else? You have anything else for the vinyls? No, that's it. That's all. All right. So I got a couple things here. Nothing new. Just uh, wanted to bring to the pod uh, Pink Floyd. You know, you brought it up too. Listen to Piper and uh, the first record, the only one that Sid Barrett wrote most of the songs for. And... Um, Dude, it's a fucking killer psych pop record. I, I mean, you talk a lot of shit on it, and you have a lot of I negative do. things to say about I it. I do, but it's but still fucking solid. Like, in the context of Pink Floyd, yeah, I get it. It's not one of their best, not top three, but it's still fucking great, especially for that era. Dude, it's 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 just like a perfect, a perfect record for that genre. I don't know why. I don't understand your hate for because it Because it's, it's just not that great. It's just really yeah. not. There's so much filler. There's so much There's so much downtime that doesn't mean anything other than let's just make it downtime just to have fucking downtime. To build the and tension, baby. It doesn't build tension, though. It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't do anything. Not that it has to go anywhere or do anything, but there's there's just nothing there. It's just I think it's flat. I think it's boring. I think the songs are pretentious, but not good. So it's just like you're a bunch of like, <laughs> Poor songwriters being pretentious. There are good parts there, but overall, like nah, nah. I'll, I'll take, dude. I'll take fucking, I'll take the first three Funkadelics over Piper all day long. Oh, that's all so day stupid. long. Magabrain, Magabrain's like like the thing I've been searching for, like an OG copy Magabrain. That's like high on my list of things that I really really want. All day, I'll take mm-hmm. that over fucking Pink Floyd. Yeah, maybe Pink Floyd is kind of like in the pioneer of of psychedelic funk and psychedelic rock and psychedelic pop, but like nah, dude. This is not very good. It's better than Maggot Brain. Come on. <laughs> no, easy there, Tiger. I mean, Maggot Brain is, is a great record. Tiger. It's a great it fucking not, record. It is not bet, better than Maggot Brain. <laughs> it's better for sure. It's, but yeah, well, Piper, you know, it's it's such a it's, a, it's a really unique record within their discography if nobody's ever heard it. It's definitely not the, the proggy, drawn out songs or anything like that. They're more pop based. Yes, there are, you know, sections of the album that are just kind of noise and just kind of, you know, I guess I guess you can call them interludes almost. But it's the, not even like art songs. rock. It's not even like Velvet Underground or, or like good art rock. It's just fucking it's annoying. It's just dumb. <laughs> just stupid. Uh, and just the early, just the, the history of early Pink Floyd too and Sid Barrett's decline is just, it's devastating. It's terrible. It's but I mean, it's interesting for sure. I mean, all the drugs and his mental decline. But uh, yeah, go check out Piper. If nobody's ever heard that record, that first Pink Floyd record. It's definitely different, but it's solid, solid stuff. Um, and then the other thing uh, comes from Black Sabbath, Volume 4. 51 years ago today that album came out. 51 years ago. That's insane. 
and all four dudes are still alive. I know that's fucking. Who nuts. played on this record? It's always like crazy like, to me how much fucking drugs, and how much shit they've done in their life. Yeah, all of them, not just Ozzy, but all four of them. You know, and they're still kicking. They're still making music and or playing shows or whatever. It's it's wild. But yeah, Volume Four, not my favorite Sabbath. You know, but it's, it's definitely it's it's a fucking amazing record. Some amazing songs. Their first ballad, the first real ballad is on I changes, love it. Which you Dude, love. I love changes. <laughs> but Supernaut. Supernaut is definitely the standout banger on this record. The following changes. You know, after it comes after changes. Um absolute banger of a record. Uh I don't know. I just wanna I listen to it and it's uh it's crazy that it's fifty one years old. I mean everything about this record is 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 like perfect. It's it's yeah. great, it's amazing. I do like changes a lot. I think it's a fantastic ballad because I don't know. They really lean into it. They really lean into it and they don't kind of like, they don't get really, really goofy with it. There's not a whole lot of like verb or like droopiness to it. It's just kind of like a straightforward ballad. Yeah. I like that. Wait, then, were then, is this top three for you? And, no, not top three, no. This, this is top three for me. I, I would say Sabbath, Sabbath, uh, Master of Reality, and then Volume 4. Or th- that's my top three right there. Wow, fucking banger! Paranoid's good. I you probably love Paranoid because you're a little cuck, but what is like Paranoid? I know I I do love Paranoid. What? But like, how is that even a thing? <laughs> you don't like Paranoid? That's crazy. I love Paranoid, but you know, it's it's definitely not their best. Definitely not their best. No, it goes it goes Master Reality. That's their best, obviously. Well, Sabbath, Sabbath, right. Paranoid, and then Volume Four. Easy. <sighs> okay. All right. What about Technical Ecstasy? No. No, that's the no. worst. That is that is the Aussie era's <laughs> worst album. Easy. All right, all right. Volume four from Black Sabbath. I just I love listening to these records sometimes and just kind of imagining being in the recording studio with them. Like how different of a time it was. You know, the early nineteen seventies. You know, they're probably all they're all coked out of their minds in a fucking studio, laying down these fucking amazing tracks. God, it must have been. It must have been so cool. And just Supernaut. Like, just to be a fly on the wall. Supernaut's that type of song that feels like it started with that 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 line. That ding, 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 ding. I feel like maybe like Tony like came up with that line and then everything else has fell into place, right? Because you can hear Geezer do like the yeah. like that. And the Bill Ward's kind of like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And then it kind of drops in. Like it feels like a jam song that they just kind of like well, just, throw yeah, together. Yeah, the riff itself. Yeah, just, just the riff by itself is a jammy thing. Yeah, dude, it's good. It's it, it doesn't song. feel it's like it's fussed over. Oh, it's amazing! It's an amazing song, perfect song, perfect album. Honestly, even though Changes is on it, it's still a perfect album. Dude, I, I don't know why you hate Changes so much. <laughs> You're a ballad man. You love ballads. I don't hate it, but come on, come on. Come okay. On. Oh. Anyway, uh, moving on. Anything else for the vinyls? That's it. That's all. Songs of the week. All right, let's get into a few songs uh, that that came out this week that uh, are worth talking about. Um, let's get into, I'm going to start. Okay. POD Whoa. put out a new song with uh, Randy Blythe, the singer from Lamb of God. Did you listen to the song? It's called drop. I did. This wasn't that bad. It was a lot better than I was expecting, but I still don't yeah. care. <laughs> it was surprisingly very heavy. Um, but yeah, go check it out. The, the new POD song drop. There, there's some like lulls in the song, but overall it's a pretty, pretty good song. Uh, Dead Icarus. This is a new band from uh, ex-vocalist from Atreyu, Alex. 
Alex Vargatsis, um, after being fired from Atreyu a couple years ago. This is his new band. We talked about the first new song he put out a few weeks ago, and this is another one. It's called The Vulture Circle. And it doesn't hit quite as hard as the first song did, but it's it's fine. It's good. So go check out Dead Icarus. This is, um, I've always liked Alex's vocals, and this is way better than what Atreyu's been putting out for the last six, seven years or whatever. Um, so yeah, go check it out. Dead Icarus, The Vulture Circle, and the other song Sellout. Or what did you think of this one? It was fine. I, I, I actually liked the first one that came out. I thought it was fun. I thought it kind of took that, that new way that uh, Metalcore is going, that like kind of mm-hmm. more electronic-based thing. It was fine. This was dumb, though. I didn't like this song at all. <laughs> Not right. at all. All right. All right. So now we can we can kind of finish up this episode talking about our, our Best boys news, baby. Yeah, two new songs, One More Time and The More You Know. Wait, is that it? One more time. That's the song, right? The more you know? The more you know? The more you know. No. Wait, what's the name of the the other song? One more time and... Oh, my God. Yeah, it's The the More You Know. No. The More more Than You Know. More Than You Know. More Than You Know. Okay. I had a total brain fart. Would you say More Than You Know? The the More You Know. Yeah. No. The More You Know. It was the same thing. You just mixed up like one letter. Who cares? Fuck it. More Than You Know. More Than You Know. There we go. More Than You Know. bangers. They're both great. Friend Blit. of the pod, Skip. I know he he's a he's a fussy little boy. So fucking um, fussy. Oh so fussy about the one more time song. It's like this acoustic ballad. Yes, the lyrics are extremely cheesy, but they pull at the heartstrings. The video, I like the video. It's kind of cheesy too, but I do like it, and it does look kind of cheap at moments. But it's still it's a nice throwback. Um, but yeah, the, the song is honest. The song is, Above all else, it's fucking honest. And if they're yeah. about to drop a new album with Tom and not address all of these problems that we've been like bantering over and, and arguing over for the past like decade. If they put out an album that did not address <laughs> these, then we'd be like, where's the fucking song that didn't talk about this? Like this is this is the exact thing that they needed. It's straightforward. You know what they're saying. It's clear cut. It's a little cheesy. But there's no other way yeah. you can do it that's not going to be cheesy, except for like making fun of each other. But that's stupid. We know they can do that. They can do it anyway. <laughs> I don't like that guitar, the the guitar part, though. It's Who cares? Too... Dude, this is a fucking pop band now, like, man. Okay. So I was listening to Tom's solo record yesterday, and the Invisible Parade song, had the guitar, guitar been something similar to that with the strumming pattern and everything, would have been would have made this song a, a hundred times better. Just saying that right now. You know, it would have made it so so much better if the, the strumming was 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 different. If it wasn't so kind of stale, I guess sounding. Um, it's a pop song. But this is a pop song. It's it is like it's a, a pop, pop song. song. This band is a pop band. <coughs> they just happen to be pioneers. <laughs> I'm dying <laughs> of the pop punk genre, so it's fine. It's a pop song. It's but goddamn, when when they when Tom and Mark start harmonizing with each other in that chorus, oh, it's so good about it. It's, it's like, so fucking good. Uh, man, I don't know. Fussy boy, fussy boy over there, fussy, fussy boys, boy fussy skip. girls. <laughs> Man, this, gets, this gets me going. This gets me going. I'll tell you that much right now. We know thing about it. This gets me going. It does. I, I, I mean, t- hearing Tom's voice hit that first time in the song. I mean, yeah, it's you could hear like the filters and probably a little bit of auto tune and shit. But I don't give a fuck. It sounds fucking good. It's not, it's, a, it's a killer song. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, Travis Barker has uh, has some lead vocals on here too. Pretty cheesy. Kind of sounds like his son. Have you ever heard his son Landon's band? Yeah, or music. Well, I, I've heard. I think I've heard like one. 
clip it of one song. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, they sound similar, but it's not like it's a very, it's not like they're straining their voices when they sing. Um, but, but yeah, no, it's kind of cool. You know, Travis, Travis singing a little bit. I would have liked it better though. had there not been the brushes in it. If it was just the acoustic guitar, maybe some like bass, you know, drawn out notes, whatever, or chords maybe on the bass. But the, the brushes were, it was like they were trying a little too hard to sound, to be like, I miss you, throw it back there. Um, even in the video, like when he starts playing the brushes, it switches to the I miss you video background. And it's like, come on, dude, it's too, it's too on the nose. It's too cheesy. You yeah. have to admit, come on. No, the video is terrible. It was I too- fucking hate the video. It's, it's awful. <laughs> it's God awful. It's, it's absolute trash. <laughs> it's, it just, it looks cheap. I wish it they would have went with, I wish like the video, I wish they went with something like, like all the small things, just something so fucking goofy, making fun of themselves. And when they're talking about these certain things, I wish they made fun of themselves doing it. Uh, but then like, the little plane crash thing would have been weird. So yeah, that's true. That's but I don't know. I I, I I like this song a lot. I think it's a I think it's a fantastic pop song. I think it's exactly mm-hmm. what they should have done because it's what we expect them to do, and we want them yes. to do. And it's good. And you know, goddamn, it's so nice hearing Mark sing in a register that suits his voice well. Like singing in the in the lower register has has always been his strong point as a vocalist. And he does it on this song. He does it on the other song more than you know as well. Um it's not the the California nine sound where it sounds like he's about to blow out his voice. I do it just god damn it do that more. Sing in the lower register. It worked so well on Self Unentitled. It works so well on Neighborhoods and on Dogs EP. Just keep it up, man. Keep it up. Love the lower register, Mark. It's good. And one thing I want to talk about this song too, or talk about with the song is it reminds me like it's like, it's almost like the spiritual successor to no, it isn't from, uh, from plus, plus 44s. I mean, it's, it's just like, it's that, that slow buildup. It doesn't, it doesn't crescendo the same way. Uh, no, it isn't does, but, um, just the, the style of it, how how honest the lyrics are, how kind of how on the nose the lyrics are. There's no there's no metaphors or anything like that. It's I, I love the the blatant honesty in the two songs and the structure of the songs are similar. So I would say it's kind of the successor to to No It Isn't from Plus Forty Four, but not nearly as good. Not nearly as good. And uh, but I, I will have to agree with Skip as well. He did say in our Discord that. Uh, this is the worst Tom Era single, not song, oh but single. God. It is though. Come on, but like, who Name even a worst cares? Single. Who even cares? Old Fussy Boy Skip does. Oh my God. Yeah. Who even cares? Fussy Boy Skip Why does. Why is that even I, like a like a like a, a, a ranking <laughs> tier or something? It's like it's like it, it. That's equivalent to like baseball or baseball announcers like throwing out the craziest stats that are completely irrelevant. Yeah, like this um, is the best hitter on Thursday nights, night games, <laughs> playing against the last place team. Like, who cares? Uh, so that's cyberbullying. Um, that's what we do. That's true. Hashtag cyberbullying. Um, <laughs> anyway, one more time. That's That, that was Here the first go. one, the Here video. We now, now we get into the better it. song. Yes. More Than You Know. No music video. There was a lyric video for this. Um, but this song is, oh my God. This song is incredible. It starts off with the just the the piano, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is just going to be an extension of one more time." 
and then you hear that really nasty uh, pick slide come in. Loves it. Tom, explodes, Tom loves the fucking pick slide. Now. He loves the pick slide. He just cannot get over it. He uses sparingly <laughs> before, but now it's just it's just it's a part of him. It is. A part he uses sparingly in the early two thousands, but once self unentitled. He was all about the pick slides. Now, Airways, now we're talking like slides. now we're talking like three, four a, sh- a song, like on the Coachella sets. Yeah, like oh, he's doing three, so three much. four a song. <laughs> but yeah, this song this song is absolutely fantastic. You know, tone design because this is also a pop song, which is a little bit more aggressive. So I understand like why it sounds the way it does, but I think it sounds great. I think Travis like machine gun drums in the chorus, the little double bass thing. Oh, it sounds like a fucking was... machine gun. It sounds like using triggers. It, it sounds great. It's fucking rad. I like it. And the little pre-chorus so thing that Tom does, like, dun, 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 Like, what is that even? Yeah, it hits fucking, that pre-chorus. Once again, Tom is so good at pre-chorus. He's better at pre-choruses than he is choruses. And this is an, a good, another good example of that. And his the way he sings that pre-chorus is very, it's a, it, it's a good throwback to the self-unentitled un- era. He sounds like, like that era, Tom, which is so fucking cool, and then it drops into the incredible chorus. I just it, there, there's a surprise at every turn on this on this entire song, from the intro to the pick slide, and to even Mark's verses are fucking solid too, and then just the bombastic pre-chorus into the double bass chorus, and then you get to that bridge with like the, the 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 woodblock or I guess it's a woodblock, yeah, but it's yeah. very reminiscent of violence. Ah, oh, dude, it, that that bridge is fucking awesome. Too. This this whole song is just—I have nothing bad to say about it, and I've listened to it this week since it came out on Thursday. I've listened to this song maybe like thirty times. I, know, I try and show it to every single person that I possibly can, <laughs> even if it's just like snippets on my phone. I don't even fucking care. I'm just trying to spread this word because they're back, man. This is it. Yeah, this is what we've been but hoping see, for. This is what life is. I, what I don't understand is why why is this not the the single? You know, leading up to the album, why would they do one more time? Like one more time, it's a song for the true heads, the true heads. Why is that a single? Like that's not going to draw people into the band who don't really know about the band. You know what I mean? Like it's it's that's a deep cut sounding song. It's too cheesy. Yeah, it has to be a deep cut. But they put it out as a single. But then more than you know, this incredible comeback that just encapsulates what Blink were doing in the mid two thousands to like modern day blink like this is the perfect it's absolutely perfect and it's it's insane that this was not the lead single leading up to the album well because we already got stupid. edging right we had we had edging so put out like like this one but that was a year ago yeah, true true <laughs> but edging like they, i don't know they need that that ballad in there they need that like i miss you in there <sighs> for every every violence or whatever this other single was that wasn't cheesy on on self-entitled <laughs> Feeling this, oh, yeah. Stupid. You need your "I miss you" for every feeling this. That's where that comes. I, in. I suppose, I suppose. But you know, the new album, seventeen tracks, right? Seventeen tracks. We've only heard three of them. We still got fourteen songs left. So excited! That's killer. That's fucking killer. Um, yeah, new album, October twentieth, which is really awesome. I checked on the website too. The vinyl is releasing the day of the record, so hopefully we'll get it before we'll get the vinyl before the record comes out. I doubt it, but. You know, at least we'll, we're not having to wait two, three months after the album comes out to get the vinyl. Yeah, we had so. to wait a fucking year since the single came out, but that's fine. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's very true. A dumbass band, dude. Honestly, like that's that, that 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 still irritates me. Just so so disrespectful. You put out a fucking single and they don't say anything for a year. The fuck out of here. The fuck out of here. The fuck out of here. 
I thought for sure the the vinyl was going to get pushed back because it was like two, three weeks ago, Travis posted on his Twitter or Instagram the test pressing for the new record. And I'm like, oh, dude, this sucks. Now, you know, if they're only at the test pressing stage, this shit's going to take months to press. But now it says that, you know, getting it by October 20th in less than a month. Not for a band like this, for for any any normal mogul, yes, it would have been pushed back for the test pressing, but... Not for these guys. Not and for have these you boys. The, have you seen the marketing for this album? It, how much money is being put into the advertising? Yeah. <laughs> it's Dude, there's fucking billboards in Times Square. Dude, I'm getting advertisements on my PS5. When I turn my PS5 on and you go to like the, the media section where you can go to like your, your apps like Netflix and shit, there's like a scrolling bar that shows like, you know, new TV shows or movies from all the, the various apps. And this Blink album, a picture of the the band shows up, and it says like new album out October twentieth. And dude, I'm seeing this, I'm seeing their ads everywhere. Good. Let's get back to like I mean, the yeah, old I, school days of like promoting albums and then these big billboards and larger than life things rather than just Instagram ads and other bullshit things online. Let's get more physical <laughs> advertisement. Yeah, a lot of it seems like a lot of money's going into the to that <sighs> marketing of this band, but whatever. They deserve it. Tasty, tasty, great. tasty. Yeah, so exciting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's all I got for uh, for this episode. You got anything that's all else? there is. What else is there? All, what else no, do you that's need? All there is. That's all there is. So, Dude, Blink um, is back, baby. They're back, baby. It's so exciting. It's bib, so exciting. homie. Blink is back. Bib. Bib. Gig bib, and bib. bib. <laughs> you forgot it's what gig terrible. is on. No, Gwen is Gwen. Gwen is God. Is no. God. Gwen is God, yeah, yeah. That's stupid, because that's not true. Oh man, did you have you seen that clip? You know, who Bert Kreischer is that stand-up comedian. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, he his stand-up is terrible, but I listened to one of his podcasts, and he had a he has like a cooking show that he does oh, I knew out like once a month. Yeah, he has a cooking show that he puts out once a month or something, and he had Corey Taylor on it and Gavin Rossdale oh. on the same episode, and he's cooking them fish and chips and. Bert asks him about, asks Gavin Rossdale about Gwen and it's so awkward and it's so uncomfortable and Corey Taylor's super uncomfortable. It's, it's just really, it's one of the funniest clips I've ever, I've ever seen. It was fucking hilarious how awkward Interesting. it was. Interesting. Do you think it was like yeah. awkward because like, like even Gavin Rossdale doesn't understand how he got Gwen Stefani? Yeah. Cause, cause he was like, <laughs> cause, cause Bert set it up to something like, he immediately just said, "Like you know, I, I knew you were married once. I met her once. She's uh she's just she's beautiful. She's and he just, like goes on and talks about how beautiful Gwen Stefani is and how nice her skin is, and uh and then he and then I don't know, it just gets super fucking awkward. And you could you could just see Gavin Rossdale squirm in his seat. <laughs> Dude, it's so fucking funny though. It's a great clip. I just everybody go check it out. It's it's hilarious. But, okay, okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, is that it? Uh, that, no, that's it. That's all. For, unless we're gonna talk about Gwen or Blink One Eighty Two anymore, that's fine. No, let, let's let's get into the main episode. All right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. Give us five stars. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You know what to do. You know the drill. So that's it. Here we go. Here we that's go. all. Go Russell.